0: What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at yardsperfantasy.com and senior writer at Player Profiler. Welcome into the 20th episode of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. I hope you guys tuned into last week's show because we fucking nailed it, man. Ryan Tannehill, 33.6 DraftKings points. Miles Gaskin, 16.6. Antonio Gibson, well, fuck Washington, 9.5. Chase Claypool, 18.1. T. Higgins, 21.7, A.J. Brown, 22.6, Justin Jefferson, 42.6, to the fucking moon, let's go! And Jono Smith got hurt. But damn what a week. But before we start today's show, I want to tell you about Thrive Fantasy. If you haven't heard of Thrive Fantasy, it's a daily fantasy sports app for player props. I've been checking it out and it's a lot of fun and I've already won some cash. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you for the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. They have props for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Depending on the sport, select 5 or 10 prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. And here's the best part. Use promo code YARDSPER, that's all one word, YARDSPER, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download the Thrive Fantasy app or visit their website at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Let's get right into it. These are some of the top lower priced, high upside plays for week 7. We'll start with a guy who is set up perfectly to go off this week. Christian Kirk showed off his explosive playmaking ability on Monday night by burning the Cowboys secondary for an 80-yard touchdown. He scored again on a jet sweep, finishing as the wide receiver 4 on the week. The breakout performance came on the back of a 5-catch on 7 targets, 78-yard outing against the Jets the week prior. He has now scored three times in the last three weeks and is top 12 in average target distance and deep targets with an 18.5 yards per reception average, which ranks number six among wide receivers. The Week 7 matchup with Seattle makes for the perfect setting for a volatile playmaker like Kirk to go off. The Cardinals are three and a half point underdogs in a game of the 55 and a half point total over under. The Seahawks have allowed 64.2 fantasy points per game to wide receivers this season. The next closest team is the Vikings at 49.3. Seattle has also surrendered the most completions of 15 or more air yards this season, which plays right into Kirk's big play upside. Despite all this, Kirk is priced at just 4900 on DraftKings. Get him in lineups. Terry McLaurin bounced back nicely in Week 6 after posting a season-worst 26 yards on three receptions in Week 5 while coming off a thigh injury and dealing with putrid quarterback play. He caught 7 of 12 targets on the 20-19 loss to the Giants while leading the team in receptions, receiving yards, and targets. It was more of what we've seen from McLaurin all season. He's now top 5 in targets, routes, and air yards share. He's number 8 in target rate and 2nd in yards after catch. McLaren will have the opportunity to attack the Cowboys defense that has allowed the 5th most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. He is just 5,800 on DraftKings. DJ Charka was clearly Gardner Minshew's top option in Week 6 on his way to 14 targets against the Lions. Unfortunately, he only was able to turn those into 7 receptions for 45 yards. The good news is he didn't suffer any setbacks to his ankle injury that had him questionable coming in. Chuck saw his highest snap share since week 1 and he led the Jaguars' pass catchers in snaps with 55, routes, 42, and targets, 14, and even ran 13 routes from the slot, which was second to Keelan Cole's 25. While he has struggled to match last season's breakout numbers to this point, the usage is encouraging and will lead to more production going forward. Jacksonville, which ranks number 4 in pass plays per game, are a 7.5-point underdog against the Chargers this week. Los Angeles ranks in the bottom half of the league in fantasy points per game, allowed to wide receivers, so this could be the week we see a big chart performance. He's priced at just 5500 A back issue kept Deontay Johnson out of Week 6, but he returned to full practice this week and will be good to go Sunday against the Titans. He has also dealt with toe injury and a concussion. When on the field, though, Johnson has been a target magnet. Before the injuries popped up in the unexpected bye in Week 4, Johnson saw 23 targets in Weeks 1 and 2. He's number 4 in hog rate, meaning when he's on the field, he is being targeted at a high rate. In Johnson's absence, rookie Chase Claypool has emerged as a playmaking threat in the Steelers' offense, but he is not garnering a target rate that would indicate he's a threat to Johnson's wide receiver one role. Johnson will see a Titans defense in Week 7 that has allowed the 4th most fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. At just 4,200 on DraftKings, and in a game with a point total over under, above 50, Johnson is a no-brainer. The only starting quarterbacks priced below Joe Burrow on the main slate are Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Allen, and Drew Locke. Burrow leads the NFL in pass attempts and has reached the 300-yard passing mark in four of the last five games. He averages 4.3 rush attempts per game and has two scores on the ground, so he does bring some rushing upside to the table. Against a Browns defense that has allowed the fourth-most passing yards through six weeks, Burrow is a strong upside play at 5,500. Lions rookie DeAndre Swift saw a significant uptick in usage last week, garnering 17 touches with 14 carries and 3 receptions on 4 targets. He exploded for 123 yards from scrimmage, 2 touchdowns, and 30 fantasy points, which included a long 54-yard scamper. Adrian Peterson still earned 15 touches though, so we're not in full swift mode yet, and who the fuck knows what Matt Patricia will dial up next. But we've seen the upside now. We knew it was there all along, just waiting for the usage to match it. We can hope it continues against the Falcons defense has allowed over twenty five fantasy points per game to running backs and the second most receiving yards for the position. At fifty four hundred, I'm willing to roll the dice and hope the Lions stick with Swift. We'd like to Logan Thomas because of usage earlier in the season, but the fantasy points just weren't coming. The usage has stuck for the most part though. Thomas ran the third most routes among all tight ends last week, and his 17% target share on the season is among the top 10. He scored last week and could do it again in Week 8 against this awful, awful Cowboys defense. Well, that's going to be a wrap for today, though. If you're not already, please follow me on Twitter at A-JohnsonFF and the site at Yards Per. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Also, please be sure to rate and review. It really helps me out a lot and is much appreciated. Good luck in all your contests and matchups this week. Thanks, guys. Cue that music.